Some areas of our country are doing very well, others are doing less well. It will probably, unfortunately, get worse before it gets better. From this evening, I must give the British people a very simple instruction. You must stay at home. We can no longer, from today onwards, be proud. We can no longer sit back and remain silent on the senseless, unlawful killings, sly racism of another human being based only on what? Their skin colour. We are worried that um, the Chinese Communist Party make use of the evil law to further suppress Hong Kong people. This is all wrong. I shouldn't be up here. I should be back in school on the other side of the ocean. Yet, you all come to us young people for hope. How dare you? Hi everyone and welcome back to the new series of Where We Are with Nina Zoe Porter. Your breakdown of all the key events in the world from the past seven days all in one bite-sized podcast. For today's episode, here's what happened in the world this week. Virginia Gouffray claims that the prince abused her in 2001 when she was 17 and a minor under US law. Prince Andrew strongly denies the allegations. Yesterday, it was revealed that the prince's military titles and royal patronages had been returned to the Queen. Buckingham Palace has announced that the Duke of York, Prince Andrew's military titles and royal patronages have been returned to the Queen. Andrew, aged 61, will also stop using the style His Royal Highness in an official capacity, a royal source said. It comes as he faces a US civil action over sexual assault allegations, claims he has consistently denied. A source close to the Duke said he would continue to defend himself against the case brought in New York by Virginia Joffrey. But the Buckingham Palace announcement states that he must defend himself as a private citizen. Sources also insist that a judge's ruling on Wednesday that the civil action would proceed was not a judgment on the merits of Miss Jelfry's allegations. Opinion that clearly uh, he has created a situation that he hasn't found a way of getting out of. His choice of friends throughout his life has been injudicious, and this is what has happened. Buckingham Palace said in a statement, with the Queen's approval and agreement. The Duke of York's military affiliations and royal patronages have been returned to the Queen. The Duke of York will continue not to undertake any public duties and is defending this case as a private citizen. Virginia Jewelfrey has praised the court ruling, allowing the lawsuit to proceed to trying, saying that she will continue to expose the truth. She wrote on Twitter, I'm glad I will have the chance to continue to expose the truth and I'm deeply grateful to my extraordinary legal team. Their determination helps me seek justice from those who hurt me and so many others. My goal has always been to show that the rich and powerful are not above the law and must be held accountable. And next. Okay, and I want to ask you about the latest allegations on Christmas parties. Did you and Carrie attend the Downing Street party that was organised by Martin Reynolds on the 20th of May? All all that, as you know, is the subject of a... Uh, a proper uh, investigation by Sue Gray. So have you already been interviewed by Sue Gray, and if not, do you object to her questioning you again about this? Uh, all that is subject for an interview, for an investigation by Sue Gray. 
Downing Street has apologised to Buckingham Palace for two staff parties at number 10 on the night before Prince Philip's funeral. It was first reported by The Telegraph that gatherings, which went against the COVID-19 restrictions at the time, took place on April 16, 2021, and went on until the early hours. The Prime Minister's spokesman said it was, quote, deeply regrettable that this took place at a time of national mourning. Boris Johnson was not at either party, but he faces questions over alleged COVID rule-breaking at number 10. The latest party revelations led to a backlash from opposition parties, who contrasted the behaviour of number 10 staff with pictures of the Queen sitting alone at the Duke of Edinburgh's funeral due to COVID restrictions. Many members will have been shocked to see the newspaper headlines this morning. Not just the terrible revelation that there were not one but two additional parties at Downing Street in 2029, the night before the Queen sat mourning alone at her husband's funeral, the defining image of lockdown. Labour, the Liberal Democrats and the SNP are all calling for Mr Johnson to resign after he admitted attending a different drinks party in the Downing Street garden during lockdown on 20th of May 2020. It's also since been suggested that lockdown-breaking parties were a weekly affair in Downing Street, being nicknamed Friday Wine Time. Andrew Bridgen has become the fifth Conservative MP to publicly declare that they have written to the chairman of the 1922 committee, which organises Tory leadership contests, to say they have no confidence in the Prime Minister. 54 Conservative MPs have to write a letter to trigger a vote. We'll be back with a third story from the world this week after this short break. If you guys love this show, I've got something else that you're going to love. The late John Lewis famously said, democracy is not a state, it is an act, and each generation must do its part. Today, populism, extremism and disinformation are short-circuiting our democratic institutions and the consequences are dire. So what can you do about it? Join historian Will Hitchcock and media scholar Siva Vadianathan on their podcast, Democracy in Danger. Each week, they speak with brilliant minds and untangle the many threats the US and the world are facing. Find Democracy in Danger on your podcast app or visit dindanger.org. That's D-I-N-D-A-N-G-E-R dot org or just look up Democracy in Danger wherever you get your podcasts. Novak Djokovic was detained on Saturday after Australia cancelled his visa for a second time in a row over his right to remain in the country unvaccinated. The decision on health and good order grounds means he faces deportation and a three-year visa ban. Djokovic's lawyers called the decision patently irrational and will appeal. The men's tennis number one is still scheduled to play in the Australian Open in Melbourne on Monday. The Immigration Minister, Alex Hawke, said in a statement, Today, I exercised my power to cancel the visa held by Mr Novak Djokovic on health and good order grounds on the basis that it was in the public interest to do so. Prime Minister Scott Morrison said that the decision followed careful consideration. Alluding to the heavy criticism his government has faced for allowing the unvaccinated player into Australia, Mr Morrison said, Australians have made many sacrifices during this pandemic. 
and they rightly expect the result of those sacrifices to be protected. So, you're all caught up. That's where we are in the world this week. Be sure to listen next week to stay up to date on the latest news around the world. Search Where We Are with Nina Porter on all podcast platforms and subscribe today to get new episodes first.